Welcome back to another Gear and Review. Um, I'm Bobby Rutu, and on the other side of the microphone is Mark Berry. Say what's up. Hey, everybody. We are hanging out this week talking about gear and gadgets, and guess what? We have a really good question that came from our one of our listeners. His name is Jim Samuel. He is the Director of Digital Marketing for um, Crozer Keystone Health System. Um, and so his question is this, and I'm going to uh, pose this for you so you can listen in. Hi, Bobby. Thanks for the podcast on the Ronin S. I was getting ready to buy one, but your comments about the M50 told me it is not a good choice. I currently use the Canon M50 here in my job, one-person digital marketing at a regional health system. I love the camera and looking to build it out into my system, so those comments were very helpful. I enjoy the podcast and listen every week. Thanks again. Now, first of all, I want to say thanks to Jim for two reasons. One is he asked a question, and two, he says he likes us. We like people that like us, don't we? Yeah, they're pretty cool. It's kind of cool to have people that want to reach out and ask questions, you know? Mm-hmm. So we're going to try to tackle his question this week, and I think we got to clarify a few things. First, the Ronin S is a new offering from DJI. It is a middle child to the DJI Osmo with a camera on top and the DJI uh, Ronin MX that we have. Um, So it's an in-between. If you go back to episode 29 and episode 17 and 18, we talk about the, the DJI Ronin S and the MX and the Osmo, just to kind of give you some background. So we're going to dive right into his question. So let's talk about that. What is your reaction to that, Mark, when you heard that question? What were you thinking, and what things can we help Jim with a solution? Well, I know what he's talking about. He's talking about uh, my comments about the the fact that the Ronin S actually has more powerful gimbal engines than the Ronin M. And what that means is lighter cameras uh, don't quite give you the same fluidity as heavier cameras do. But with that being said, I would not discourage you from going ahead and getting a Ronin S. You can still balance a light camera on it. You just lose a little bit of that fluidity. But uh, Bobby and I are going to talk about a few things you can do to kind of counterbalance that. There's a few workarounds. You know, you can add uh, heavier lenses. Uh, you can add a microphone. We, we There's a microphone we use on the 5D that can add a little bit more weight to the camera. It really comes down to that. Just anything to add just a little bit more weight to the camera, you can still get really good performance out of the Ronin S with, a, with smaller cameras. Yeah. So, uh, you know, those two uh, pieces of equipment, the Canon M50, which is a smaller um, mirrorless camera, that uh, one of the things that I like about that camera is that it comes, you can purchase an adapter to uh, put your EF prime lenses on that camera. The current uh, camera only uses um, the EFM for the mirrorless cameras, but you can put that adapter on it to put the heavier uh, lenses on it. And that's been a great option for us because we have a lot of invested into these prime lenses and we can quickly put an adapter on to really uh, maximize that. So that's one thing. Mm -hmm. Um, The second is the M50 and the Ronin S, the Canon M50 and the Ronin S are perfect for content creators and content collectors inside uh, medium size organizations, nonprofits, and also healthcare. And the reason why is both of them are very portable. They allow you to get shots of 
um, different types of things inside hospitals and healthcare uh, arenas um, where portability is important, where you can get in tight spots, yeah. you can get inside of a patient room and not really um, really take up a lot of space and you can get it out very, very effectively. So um, we like to find ways to in- bring these two together. Um, Mark kind of started talking about solutions. One of the things I thought about is uh, to, to purchase that adapter from the EFM lens uh, to the, or the connection from EFM to EF. Um, if you go to the Canon M50 uh, a description on B&H Photo, they have that as an accessory. And I think it's about 150 bucks to purchase it. I need to look and pull that up. But it's around. It's it, it's it has a small beard entry to allow you to use bigger lenses and heavier lenses. The second thing that we do already with our Canon uh, 5D Mark IV that we put on the Ronin S is we are putting a Rode microphone on top of it, and. It, it's a directional microphone that allows us to do a capture. We even do interviews off of it, and it gr- gets great sound. Do you feel like, Mark, that that really adds some weight and some balance to cameras? What, what's your thoughts there of adding that on top? Well, the microphone you mentioned actually adds the perfect amount of weight for the for the M50. I mean, that'd be plenty to balance to give those in, gimbal engines just enough resistance to give you more fluidity. And only on that, I mean, it's a really good uh, microphone for running gun situations. I mean, you, you've used it before. It, it provides a great crisp sound for what it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm a fan of that lens. And uh, I mean, that uh, microphone, it really does a good job. And we've shot a lot of yeah. interviews off of it. And I've been very impressed with it. I'm actually sitting here looking at the Canon EFM lens adapter kit mm-hmm. for the EF and EFS lenses. And on B&H Photo, it's $188. So it allows you to adapt those two lenses. The other thing that you can do, um, adding a heavier lens, adding a microphone on top, you talked about putting a heavier uh, camera plate on it. Talk about that. That's an interesting option. Yeah, I mean, uh, you know, you, you can get tripod plates off Amazon now, and uh, uh, that that's one solution that I've thought about. It, the only thing I don't like about that solution is that you're you're just adding more weight to the camera. You're not adding any more value to it like you are when you put a lens on it or a microphone. But if your if your goal is to just use the M50 and have it work optimally with the Ronin S, you can put a tripod plate on it, add an extra plate, just add a little bit more weight to it. Um, But I would like to say, you know, I'm not trying to retract what I said on the last podcast, but even if you just have the M50, I don't want you to think like you have to use these workarounds. These workarounds are suggested to maximize the performance of the M50 on the Ronin S. You can use the M50 on the Ronin S. It just will not perform at the same level as a heavier camera. So we don't want to deter you from buying the Ronin-S. We think it can add value to your workflow. Cool. And I think that brings up an interesting point that you and I talk about a lot is with these gimbals, especially outside of the Osmo, Mm -hmm. you know, when you're setting up the Ronin-S or the MX or anything that requires the user to uh, balance the camera. Mm-hmm. It's all about taking time to get a good balance. Absolutely. Talk about the importance of a good balance. What does that do versus just putting the camera on and not doing anything? Well, you know, the manufacturers have their own recommended protocols and they're probably the best thing to follow. But for me, I have two ways I balance the Ronin S and one is a bottom heavy balance and one is 
a perfect balance. If I have time to really set up for a shot, I will get a perfect balance. And if you achieve a perfect balance, you're going to get the best results. But you can go with a bottom heavy balance, which is something really you can get it really fast and you'll you'll still get pretty good results with it. But to your point, an excellent balance is key to performance. Um, for any content creator that is a gearhead like you and I that mm-hmm. love gear, to the person that just buys it inside a marketing or communication staff, um, how hard is it to balance a Ronin S? Um, is it just sitting down and watching the YouTube video? And, and beyond that, talk about how you train me and uh, what do you think uh, the level of difficulty it is to balance the Ronin MS? It's like anything else. After you learn it, it's it just becomes muscle memory. You, you really can learn how to balance one from a YouTube video. You know, I recommend writing the steps down and just committing them to memory. Uh, but once you get that down, it, it really does become second nature um, to to the people who you know just go out and buy something like this. There's nothing wrong with that. That that's great. But if you're going to invest in a product like this, you might as well invest in learning how to use it to its optimal uh, designed usage. I wouldn't. It's definitely not like the Osmo where you just pick it up and go. I mean, this is something you do need to. There's a little bit of a learning curve to it. But if you're willing to meet that learning curve you'll get some real, really nice results. Um, let's talk real quick about taking time to get prepared for the shoots. Um, one of the things that I think has become really important, especially with the gimbals, mm-hmm. is giving yourself enough time to get the camera, select the right lens, mm-hmm. get it mounted on the Ronin S, get it balanced, and then walking into the situation without having to put it down and try to figure out what's going on. Um, talk about the the need to just take some time to prepare for that shot or series of shots with the Ronin S and the M50 when you're going into a shoot, especially inside of a healthcare organization. Yeah, I mean, each situation calls for different things. There's going to be time when you just need to get going and shooting, and that's completely understandable. We, me and you, you know, we find ourselves in those situations sometimes. Uh, but if you do have the time, Taking the time to really think about what lens suits the situation, taking the time to really get a nice balance, uh, exposure, focus, all that stuff, you're you're going to have a better end product. And I know that's self-explanatory, but I, sometimes people just don't take the time to address those things, and it shows. Um, I'm looking up right now, and um, uh, the DJI – Running S can handle up to close to almost eight pounds. Mm-hmm. Um, it really doesn't talk about the low end weight. It talks about the high end weight. Mm-hmm. So the engines on this thing are built to manage regardless of the weight. Um, I think it comes down to finding a good balance, right? And so that the you maximize the the capability of that thing. Um, and looking at the specs, so when you're bu- purchasing you know, a lens for your M50, I think that sometimes we think, oh, it's a mirrorless camera. I can only use mirrorless lenses. Mm-hmm. Um, the Canon adapters make those prime lenses talk to that camera very, very well. Right. The autofocus functions, ne- recognizing the different F-stops. Yep. The, the interactivity between those two pieces are very uh, very fluid using that Canon adapter. So do not be discouraged. I was worried about getting the, the adapter only because I was thinking, man, 
What if it doesn't talk to each other? Mm-hmm. What if you can't maximize? No, it's great. It really works really well. I use it a lot. I'll put the 40 millimeter um, pancake lens on that adapter to put on the M50, yeah. and it shoots a wonderful image. So mm-hmm. uh, I'm always encourage people not to be scared, but give it a try. Exactly. And again, you know, I'm not taking about what I said, but you can still use the M50 and lighter cameras on the Ronin S. You, the only thing is you just have less room, wiggle room for the balance. You do have to have a more perfect balance the lighter the camera. Wonderful. Well, this is a this is a really good topic. We're really thankful that Jim kind of reached out yeah. um, from a hospital. You know, he's trying to build up his arsenal of tools. That's a really good question about light cameras on the Ronin S. Um, what do we recommend to people, especially with buying these types of equipment when you're looking to build out uh, your arsenal. Uh, what are your thoughts when people are uh, looking at these different types of pieces when you're uh, when you're building up that uh, product list? I think if you're willing to meet the learning curves for these products, they are more than worth your while, and the learning curves are not that steep. Anybody that can sit down and read a manual or watch a video can learn how to use these products, and I highly recommend uh, the Ronin S especially. Awesome. Well. I tell you what, thank you so much, Mark. This is Bobby Ratu. This is another gear in review. Super excited that uh, Jim reached out to us. Super excited that we have some great listeners. You got a question, send it to us. We might pick it and uh, make an episode out of it. So uh, from Bobby Ratu and Mark Berry, thank you so much. And y'all have a great rest of the week. See you next time. This show is made possible in part by the Social Health Institute. Through research and partnerships with healthcare organizations around the country, the Social Health Institute explores new and innovative ways for hospitals, healthcare organizations to develop and enhance their social media and digital marketing strategy. To learn more about the Social Health Institute, visit them online at socialhealthinstitute.com. That's socialhealthinstitute.com. This has been a Touchpoint Media production. To learn more about this show and others like it, please visit us online at touchpoint.health.